36 through 35, and 47 through 51. Yeah, that's a lot, isn't it? Yes, but that's what Jesus, he's always talking a lot, isn't he? <laughs> and that's what we're going to look at. Here in the context of starting with verse 26 in chapter 6 of John is Jesus uh, talking to the people after they have been through uh, feeding of the 5,000. And so Jesus answers them and says, verse 26, Most assuredly I say to you, you seek me not because you saw them signs, but because... Uh, you ate of the loaves and were filled. And uh, so you're expecting more food. Well, uh, uh, my question for you today is also, are you hungry? What are you hungry for? Uh, uh, John's, well, I'm not going to say that. He said, no, they're eating. But <laughs> you're eating an apple. But uh, the, the thing of it is, we have to have physical food to nourish our bodies. What about our spiritual food? How do we do that? We want to look at that today. Jesus said, listen, you come to me and uh, you because you ate of the loaves and were filled. Jesus says then in verse 27, this is a very important verse. I got an asterisk about I got a, I mean, I got it starred up here. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life which the Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has set His seal on Him. So, don't go after the physical food. That's going to be temporary. But go after the eternal food. Then verse 28, then he said, they said to Him, uh, What shall we do that we may work the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in Him who sent me. Therefore they said to Him, uh, What sign will you perform then that we may see it and believe it? Believe you. Uh, what work will you do? Our fathers ate the manna in the desert. As it is written, He gave them bread from heaven to eat. He ate them. Uh, that's what they did. Let's turn over to Exodus, Exodus chapter uh, 16, and look at verses 1 through 4. We could read a lot about this, but we're just going to look at those few verses. Exodus chapter 16, starting with verse 1. And they journeyed from Elam. This is after they've been delivered, uh, gone through the Red Sea, and they're safe now. Ah, now we can live. And, the, and the, all the congregation of the children of Israel came to the wilderness of Sin, and which is between Elam and Sinai, on the fifteenth day of the second month after they departed from the land of Egypt. Then the whole congregation of the children of Israel complained. <laughs> that, that, that just bothers me. When you get set free, you start complaining. That doesn't make sense to me, but anyway, their flesh is rearing up. Uh, complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness, and the children of Israel said to them, Oh, that we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the pots of meat, and when we ate bread to be full, 
For you have brought us out into the wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Wow. It would be better if we hadn't gotten saved, we had all this food. <laughs> that doesn't make sense at all. I much rather be saved and have no food. But here they were complaining, and the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you. And the people shall go out and gather a certain quota every day, and I may test them whether they will walk by my law or not. So I'm going to give them bread out of heaven. That's what was said by the people over here talking to Jesus. Bread from heaven, the manna. They gave them that bread. But the problem is, eventually the people died. I want to live forever. I want to live on the eternal bread. I, I don't just want that manna just going to last just for a day. I want a, something that's going to last forever. So, here, let's continue on reading in John chapter 6, starting with verse 32. Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Then they said to him, Lord, give us this bread always. Well, now maybe they're getting to the point where they're going to, they're, they're going to look at something different, but Jesus is going to tell them, they're going to knock them. <laughs> He's going to hit them right between the eyes. And here he goes. Jesus said to them, listen, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. I am the bread of life. I'm the one that you need. You've got to have me. Let's go over to verse 47. Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me has the everlasting life. I am the bread of life. Listen, your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which comes down from heaven that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread. I emphasize living. Living bread. In other words, the bread that you will eat, you will always live. It is not something that's temporary. It's not something you digest in your physical body and it's gone the next day which came down from heaven, and if anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever, and the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I shall give for life of the world. So Jesus said, listen, I'm going to give you some bread that's going to cause you to live forever. But I want you to know that you need to eat that bread. My daughter Angela, who lives in, in Texas, uh, she uh, works for an insurance company as a dietitian, and she counsels people over the phone. Uh, I mean, she gets to stay at home and work, so, you know, this virus doesn't affect her at all. She's already at home. And the husband's at home. He's a graphic designer, and he does all kinds of portraits and everything. But anyway, she helps people to get in to eat healthy, eat healthy food. Eat healthy food. She's counseling them. Now, you do this, you'll be able to 
to function correctly, your body will accept it. Your body will get all the all the stuff out that doesn't belong there because you're putting in the good stuff. So, that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to eat healthy, to get the good stuff in, and to get rid of the, all the bad stuff that we're being contaminated with from this world today. Well, so we need to partake of this living bread to stay healthy in all areas of our life. Now, you probably already know, but this is the question. Um, what is this bread? All right, well, let's go to John chapter 1. It's a good place to start. What is this bread? Jesus said, I'm the living bread. All right, well, let's look and see what this bread is. In John chapter 1, starting with verse 1. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning from with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. Then over in verse 14, it says, And the Word became flesh, and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory, the glory of, of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So Jesus is the Word that became flesh. So when Jesus is saying, I want you now to eat of this living bread. I'm the living bread. What is He saying? I want you to come and partake of Me. Now, who is Jesus? He's the Word. So I'm going to come and partake of the Word. When I partake of the Word... I'm partaking of Jesus, who is my living bread. You got that? That's 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 about as simple as I know how to say it. Uh, there's nothing. How can I? You know, I I can't grab hold of Jesus physically. I mean, he's not where, where no, not right there. But I can grab hold of him right here. Hallelujah! So I'm going to partake of Jesus. I'm going to take in Jesus, the Word of God, that I may. Be healthy in every area of my life. Hallelujah. Well, let's turn to Hebrews chapter 4. Let's see something about this word here. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Oh, we already know that. We know these scriptures by heart. I know that, but we're going to read them anyway. Verse 12. For the Word of God is living and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of the soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So the Word of God is living and powerful. As I partake of that Word, it comes in and cuts. <laughs> it comes in and does surgery on me to be able to get rid of the, the bad thoughts and keep the good thoughts. Now i got to have that. Why? Because the world is filling me with everything that's negative. Jesus is filling everything that's positive. So i got to trust in the Word because it's living and powerful and it does surgery. And uh, guess what? Uh, I don't have to pay the doctor. Uh, he's already paid the price <laughs> on the cross to do surgery on me. Praise the Lord. But you know, sometimes it hurts. Uh, he doesn't give me, 
he didn't uh, say, uh, Frank, I'm going to numb you first and you won't feel it. No, <laughs> he just cuts away, and I thank God he does. So it's active and alive. Now, what else is it? Uh, well, Second Timothy 3 8. Second Timothy 3.16, man. Oh, we'll get there. Second Timothy. That's First Timothy, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good thing to be. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. Oh, yeah, we know that one by heart too. Let's see. Here we go. All Scripture. What does all mean? All. Doesn't leave anything out. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and I say it as 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 God breathed. It's His breath coming unto us, and it's possible for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. You see, He's just not doing surgery on me as I eat of the the living bread, just so I can go out and do what I want. He's doing it so He can prepare me to do what He wants. And that's what we need to remember. So I'm going to partake of the living bread. It's active. It's God-breathed to equip me for His work. Boy, I tell you. Well, so I guess I can just uh, do this uh, on, on Sunday. Uh, I know. Yeah, maybe Wednesday night Bible study too. Well, yeah, okay. Well, you try eating physical food just on Wednesday and Thursday. I mean, Wednesday and Sunday. See what happens. Your body's going to growl, complain, going to cry out for more, got to have it now. Well, how about your spirit? How about the internal being that you are? Isn't it crying out for more? You you say you want more of Jesus. <laughs> yes, you do. Well, get into the Word. Partake of the Word. So, let's look at that. Let's look and see what uh, we need to do from Psalm 1. Psalm 1. Psalm 1. I tell you. I love the book of songs. I, I tell you, it was one day that I have just uh, totally wiped out. Uh, this was a long time ago, and I was fasting and praying, and I just sat down on the floor and read from Psalms. And that built me back up. But anyway, Psalm 1, starting with verse 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. In other words, his delight is in the Word of God, and in his law he meditates both day and night. That doesn't say Wednesday and Sunday, does it? No, it says day and night. Day and night. Then he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. We will meditate in the Word of God day and night, and we'll become like that tree that's going to produce the fruit for the kingdom of God. 
Now I got a note in my Bible that says what uh, what uh, meditate is. Um, let me let me uh, demonstrate it. Frank, you need to be doing this. You're going. You, the Word of God says this, and uh, you got this uh, going on, and uh, um, that, that's what I'm talking to myself. That's what it says. It means ponders by talking to himself. That's what meditate means. I'm not just sitting there. <laughs> no, I'm talking the Word of God to myself. Because you guess what? Frank's got to be convinced. And we all got to be convinced. So we're going to talk it into ourselves. We're going to say, we're going to meditate on it. We're going to say the Word. Why? Well, I don't need to turn this because of Romans 10:17. For faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So when I meditate in the Word of God, it's bringing faith into me to be able to believe for anything that God wants me to do and believe for the resources to come in and believe that He's going to supply every need that I have and He'll do that even though I don't know He's going to do it. But He will. Because you walk in His way, He'll always supply the need. So, and that just happened to me today. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you how, but it does happen all the time. All the time. So, meditating in God's Word brings forth faith. Faith. I don't know about you, but I need faith. I've got my faith kind of slacks off a little bit, but the more I get into the Word, the more it builds my faith up to where I can believe for anything. I mean, I can step out in faith and go to it. Well, what else does it bring? Well, let's turn to Psalm uh, 107. Oh, we already know what that one is, don't we? 107, verse 20. He sends His Word and heal them and deliver them from their destructions. He sent His Word and healed them. Yes, that's what it's all about. The Word of God brings healing. I was praying with someone this morning, and I asked him, um, what can you believe God for? And he said, I can believe for God to, to heal me. And so, okay, we're going to do that. So what did I do? I prayed the Word over him for his healing. Because the Word heals. All right, let's look at uh, Proverbs chapter 4. This is one of my favorite Passages, uh, verses uh, 20 through 22. My son, give attention to my words. <laughs> kind of reminds me of me talking to my children. Pay attention to me. <laughs> Pay attention. You know, they're standing there uh, like they're listening, but they're not. It's going in one ear and out the other, or they're thinking about something else. Give attention. Uh, what do you think they use in the army? Attention. Why? Because they, the, the, the sergeant's got something to say to you. Uh, so you better pay attention. So my son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Well, here's my ear. Oh, you mean my spiritual hearing. Oh, yeah. i got to get that in. you know, got to get that in line. Do not let them depart from your eyes. 
Oh, yeah. So, I am watching TV, and what am I doing? I'm watching what's there, and it's, and I'm, and it's taking it in. My eye gate is taking it in. Well, if I put this up here instead of the... Yeah, you won't see my face now. Here's the Word, and I'm going to take that in. I'm going to keep that before me. Literally, sometimes you have to keep it before you, even though you can sit down and quote it. I know sometimes my problem is I can sit down and quote the Word of God in the mornings for myself and my mind's wandering off. You know, something else i got to do today and all this. But if I sit down and look at it, yeah, it's right before me. Hallelujah. Keep it in the midst of your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart even. For they are what? Life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Uh, how many of you take some kind of medicine? Well, I have to admit, I, I do take a low-grain um, blood pressure medicine and it keeps me steady. But that's what this is saying. Health. It's medicine. I, you don't just come and take medicine once a day. You, you, and normally a person it takes a regimen, takes it every single day. So I'm going to take the medicine of the Word of God and it's going to become, boom, I'm going to take it and, and it's going to bring health to my flesh. Whew, boy, I tell you, that's what I need. So uh, the Word of God brings faith and healing. Uh, what else does it bring? A couple more things here, and then we'll be through. Now, you're not doing anything today, are you? No, okay. <laughs> we're we're going to continue in the Word. We're going to practice what we're preaching here. We're going to get the Word before us. Chapter 20, uh, verses 30 and 31. And truly, Jesus did many signs in the presence of His disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in His name. This, these words will show me Jesus, and then I can believe and I'll have life. Whew. That, 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 that's just not temporary life. That's God's life. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Well, the last one here is uh, John chapter 8. Yeah, you know all these scriptures already. I don't know why I'm telling you because you got to memorize. Now, that's a good thing too. Memorizing the Word of God and speaking it every day. John chapter 8, verses 31 and 32. Now, Jesus said to those who Jews who believed Him, If you abide in Me, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. So, I, like I said, I'm going to uh, abide in the word of God uh, Wednesday and Thursday, and maybe uh, Sunday too. No, I'm going to do it daily. Scripture said daily, night and day even. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So the Word of God brings freedom in my life, frees me from all the cares of the world, frees me from all the effects of negativism, frees me from all the bitterness, all the resentment, all the hatred, frees me from all the diseases, 
frees me from COVID-19. I was up at the I was up at the Verizon store uh, yesterday. We got to stand in line outside, and it, this guy comes out, and I don't know what what we did, what I did, but I just said right out to him, you know, he was talking talk about uh, standing in line and then COVID-19. I said, well, praise Jesus keeps us from this COVID-19 because he's our health, isn't he? And boy, we just stood there and talked about Jesus. And that's what it's all about. Because Jesus sets us free from any disease. We, he is, I, I said to the man, listen, they got, they're trying to come up with a vaccination that's going to, you know, help people. I said, well, I'm already vaccinated. Jesus is my vaccination. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So, we got to know that we already set free because the Word gives it to us. We get into the Word and we say, whoa, I'm free. I don't have to worry about all this. I'm, I'm not going to go out, you know, and, and walk in without a mask on. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to follow the rules. But I'm also going to know that I don't have to worry. Praise the Lord. So, meditate on the Word. It brings faith, healing, life, and freedom. The question for me today is, are you hungry enough to partake of the Word daily? Are you hungry for Jesus? If you are, get into the Word of God. Uh, Here's a question I wrote down just this morning. Jesus, help me to eat of you. (laughs) Jesus, I want to eat you. Well, that's what we want to do. We want to eat of Jesus every single day. And I, I'm encouraging you to do that because uh, we we should live by every word of God. That's what Jesus said in Matthew 4.4. 4. And then even Job said this. Let me just finish with this. Job says, I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my daily bread. I have treasured the words of him more than my daily bread. That was Job now who was going through all of this trouble. Everything is wiped out of his life and he comes to the conclusion, I treasure your word, God, more than my daily bread. That's where we need to be today. Let me pray for you. This is the opportunity that we have, Father. We're going to commit ourselves to daily getting into the word. Daily, we're going to meditate on the Word. The Word's going to come into our minds and hearts daily in the morning and the noon and the afternoon and night. It's going to come forth because we put it in. And it's going to bring forth life and health to our flesh. It's going to bring forth freedom and our faith that we need to partake to combat every fiery dart of the devil. And we thank You, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen.